You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Taylor in 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You've been checking the winter weather lately. It's beginning a little bit cooler and a little bit wetter. So stay nice and dry without burning a hole in your pocket with the good folks over at Leon Taylor. they got a wide selection of getting your fall wardrobe up to date and, of course, some nice coats, too, to keep you nice and dry from this kind of weird weather we've been having as of late. So if the weather's got you down, Leon Taylor, they can get you back up and get you up and looking good. So swing on by Leon Taylor in 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Well, we are continuing our conversation with our political friends from across the state of Indiana, trying to get a feel uh, for what things are looking like as we're about 30 days out uh, from midterm election day. And joining us on the news line, uh, my good friend Jeremiah Morrell. Jeremiah uh, is out in Henry County in the eastern part of the state. Uh, he does the podcast Boss Hog of Liberty that you can find on the We Are Libertarians Network and also a candidate uh, for the Henry County Council out there as well. Jeremiah, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Good to have you here with us. Great to be with you today, Bill. Uh, so, my friend, how are things looking out in the eastern portion of Indiana where you are? Seeing uh, seeing lots and lots of activity from local candidates. Uh, you know, in the county council races, uh, as I'm going door to door, I'm finding trails of other candidates that have been there as well. Um, the it doesn't seem like the national issues are really translating out here in the uh, in the areas I'm in. Uh, a lot of how do we agree to get along and use land together uh, is a big, a big factor in Henry County. Uh, the number one issue that people ask about, no matter what race you're running for, is is wind and wind ordinances. Uh, in Delaware County and Muncie area, just to our north, um, we're seeing a lot of uh, candidates having having discussions about uh, about hog operations and commercial, uh, you know, commercial feeding and trying to figure out how we all feed each other. Um, and how we live out here together and it, this mixture between development and, and agriculture. And uh, that's that's really been the theme. It's a lot of local issues with, with people in, in the eastern and rural parts of the state. Now, it's funny because you would think that if you just turned on the television, all anybody was talking about uh, was the you know, Kavanaugh hearings. Yeah, as as I got to this last weekend, my, myself and my team, we got to about 600 doors going door to door in my race. I had one person that cared about Trump and wanted to know how I felt about Mike Braun as a person. Uh, but the Supreme Court didn't come up. It was it's really been the local stuff. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know that the 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 big major parties are are getting in touch with people on the ground out here with you know the door to door even the the materials that these guys have you don't see the Braun or donnelly stuff it's it's mostly just the local candidates that are getting their things out um very few yard signs for those campaigns and it's funny because i was going to ask you about that because obviously uh there's talk about quote unquote the blue wave that democrats are energetic enthusiastic they're 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 fired up you got republicans saying no we're organized we've got the the superior ground game uh but it looks like from my friend from from your perspective at least out in your neck of the woods you know if if, if republicans and democrats are, are doing something it, it ain't necessarily a whole lot in your in your part of the state not particularly you know early on in the primary season you would see the uh the republican their, their candidates came through and visited but but now at this point, uh, it's hard to find a Republican candidate. They're, you know, the Republican incumbent candidate in uh, for county commissioner in in Delaware County isn't showing up at forums. You're seeing that, you know, Greg Pence isn't doing the debates uh, locally here. You're, a lot of folks are trying to play keep away. You see it from the secretary of state level all the way down to, you know, the, the county council and county commissioners races where people just aren't participating in forums. I don't know if it's a culture from uh, from the top down on the Trump side or what it is, but. 
we're starting to see candidates playing keep away with voters, and it's going to be interesting to see what kind of reaction it gets. Now, do you think that just might be because people assume that uh, where you are, which is a sixth congressional district where Greg Pence is running, where Mike Pence uh, used to be and Luke Messer is just so Republican that it's not worth expending a whole lot of time and energy and effort because n- not a whole lot's going to change? It's a high risk. You know, it's, it, it, it's highly risky. You know, as a as a candidate, I'm no matter what my situation is, I would be out there talking to voters and 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 talk, you know, participating in the local forums and, and doing the kinds of things that Jim Baird is doing in, in Rokita's district. Uh, but in this case, they've made the calculated decision that they're just not going to participate in, in debates. You know, even even Mike Pence, when I was in, in high school, Mike Pence was running for Congress. And I remember him debating in 2000 or 2002 with Bob Rock and uh, and Dick Frazier uh, in uh, at Ball State uh, when he was applying for the job in the House, it's it's really disappointing to see how you know we've got a potential congressman that's just never going to have a debate. It it's uh, it's surreal, and we're seeing it across from the statewide side to all the way, like I said, down to the county commissioner and county council levels in some of these races. Our guest today is our good friend Jeremiah Morell. Uh, Jeremiah is he does a podcast, Boss Hog for Liberty, uh, that you can hear on the We Are Libertarians Network. Also, a candidate for the Henry County Council, and by the way, a libertarian uh, as well. Like I said, we'd be talking uh, this week to our Republican, Democrat, and Libertarian friends. So it's good to have Jeremiah on to find out what's going on out in East Central uh, Indiana. Uh, Jeremiah, uh, kind of sort of circling back to the you know, to the Senate race, one of the big things that talked about that Democrats have talked about uh, was sort of running candidates everywhere. And at the end of the day, uh, that will help Joe Donnelly. Out in your neck of the woods, are you guys seeing more Democrats on the ballot uh, than you usually are? I know uh, Jenny Lake uh, is running for Congress out there, and she's gotten a little bit of a boost from David Letterman. She has. She's uh, she's actually on a tour right now. Look, I think she's making it to every county in the district within uh, within 19 days. Uh, so both she and Tom Furkanoff have been have been doing what they can to to drive vote totals up. Um, and I've, I've been impressed with her. Uh, I know Joe Donnelly came through town some point last month and, and visited one of the senior centers. So he's he's had some uh, some contact with the locals, but. Uh, you know, we are seeing, you know, three or four different races where there are, there are Democrat lines on the ballot. In these rural communities, you know, 85, 90 percent of the offices are, are controlled by the uh, controlled by the Republicans. And, uh, you know, you had a you had a massive purge in the in the primary over here with uh, with three of the incumbents uh, losing on that side. Um, you know, that it's it's a different culture. It's a different culture. But the Democrats are trying where they where they think they have opportunities in some of these, you know, in Newcastle, Muncie and Anderson in the uh, in the city limits. There's still a strong UAW and, and Democrat base that, uh, that they can they can get some votes out of. Now, let me ask you this, because uh, one of one of the races I'm actually paying attention to uh, up in your neck of the woods is the state Senate race uh, between Democratic uh, Senate Minority Leader Tim Lannon and a gentleman by the name of Zakia Lee, African-American attorney who is running as a Republican, uh, he's got yard signs or billboards all over the place. Uh, he's been sort of named like sort of that 18 to watch an 18 by someone with the national Republican groups. Are you hearing anything in, in, in that race in particular? Because I know there was some some scuttlebutt for a while that, uh, that Tim Lannon was actually really nervous because for the first time he's actually had sort of a real opponent. He's he's given it the old college try. Uh, I'm, I'm very interested to see how the results in that race turn out. I think the uh, – the way that the the legislature has drawn the districts up, that one is the heart of Muncie and the heart of the heart of Anderson. Uh, there is a, con, uh, a seat that was held by uh, by Senator Doug Eckerty that is also an open seat that I think is probably going to be closer and has 
I, I think that one's a little bit more in doubt than the uh, than, than Mr. Landon's seat. But if there's if, if they lose that one, it's going to be a big big day for the Republicans. Or, or as I jokingly say, it would be it'd be amazing that uh, Democrats won everywhere except for the one place where they should have won, which should be that one when it comes to political irony. Uh, Jeremiah, as we get ready to wrap up uh, our conversation here, what would you say uh, in your part of the state is is the mood? How is the electorate feeling right now? Because a lot of times you hear the people just sort of sick and tired and fed up with politics. For example, when a lot of folks watched the Kavanaugh hearings last week. There's like you know, sort of a, a pox on, on both your houses. That's absolutely the case. I think uh, anybody that's had any sort of incumbency has, uh, has felt the sting of the voters in this area. Uh, there's a there's a big distrust, and anybody that takes an oath of office next year is going to have work to do to repair and to earn to earn the trust of the electorate. There's a lot of bruises and a lot of fights over over local issues, and then the national level, and and we just need a time of healing around here. I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping the voters pick me in November, and I have a I have a chance to be a part of that myself. How are libertarians doing out in that neck of the woods? Because I know there, there's always been sort of that back and forth strategy of do you run people everywhere or do you just run people in certain places to try to run up vote totals? How how are libertarians getting being welcomed this time around? I think we're having really strong conversations. There's a, there's a handful of races where we're very active. Uh, in my race, we probably will spend more money than the Republican or Democrat candidates because we've raised the money and we've taken a very, very professional approach to uh, to our campaign. Um I think that the libertarians have have the opportunity to to really win some races this year, and if not, even if you don't vote for the libertarian, I think that we've helped shape the conversation and try to try to hold the uh, Republican and Democrat parties uh, to their talking points. Everybody sounds a little bit more libertarian on election day, but when it comes to January and you start governing, you start to you start to slip away from that. Final question for you, my friend. Uh, biggest misconception folks here in the 465 bubble have about folks out in the eastern portion of the state of Indiana? Uh, I think the people out here, we love to uh, work, live, and play like everyone else. Uh, it's a, it's an easy drive to get down to Indianapolis from here. I talked to talk to my buddy Chris Spengel all the time about it. I, you know, I said we, I'm 45 minutes from downtown Indianapolis, but I can go to a uh, a breakfast spot here, and I know the owner and half the staff by name. Uh, it's it's really a great spot for a bedroom community or to or to build a business right right out here uh, in, in the hinterlands between Dayton and Indy. Well, depending on where you are in Indianapolis, also takes you 45 minutes to get downtown. So <laughs> there, there you go, my friend. Uh, our guest today has been Jeremiah Morrell. Uh, Jeremiah Libertarian uh, does the podcast Boss Hog Liberty that you can find on the We Are Libertarians podcast network and also a candidate uh, for the Henry County Council out in that neck of the woods. Jeremiah, my friend, thank you very much for being with us. Nothing but the best luck in your races. We appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Thank you very much, Bill.